Hey everyone, welcome back to the Small Town Nerdcast. This is kind of a lo-fi episode, meaning I am not home. All I have is my cell phone, my mic that I use to record with my cell phone, and just a little bit of free time to uh, try to get a podcast out for you guys. So this one's probably going to be just quick, short, and simple. Uh, Once again, I apologize for this. I mentioned over on Twitter, I probably should have hit more of my social media I am currently at firefighting school in College Station, and so um, it's it's pretty cool. That's one of the cool aspects of my job is I get to be part of a fire brigade, and so once a year we come up to uh, College Station, which has a world-renowned and excellent firefighting training facility. Um, they have a huge industrial complex, so like mocks what it would look at, like at like chemical plants and our plant, and so it, and also they do have like houses and containers and train cars. Like, I mean, you guys can look this up online or on YouTube. Uh, Teeks, um, College Station Teeks Fire Training, and it's like T E E X. That's how they spell TEKS, and it's an acronym for, like, the Texas Extension Engineering. I can't even remember what it all stands for, but uh, it's a fantastic facility, great people, and it's definitely, if you want to learn to be a firefighter, it's a great place to learn, you know. Um, Even though we only come up here once a year for a week, um, I feel like, you know, I'm confident when I go back to my job that if we do have a fire I, I i feel adequately prepared and able to take it on you know and we do drills throughout the year too so it's not just like oh all we do is this once a year call ourselves firefighters and you know and i mean we don't we're not sitting here calling ourselves actual firefighters you know we're just trained enough to take care of our plan if shit goes south until like real super trained firefighters guys who do this full-time can show up and give us a hand and and typically we can put it out though before it gets too bad and we don't need off-sites help you know so we're you know we're actually pretty damn good man um if you ever saw us fighting fires you you might be impressed actually from what i've seen and from what we've seen when people watch us our site burn fires we usually get a crowd coming to watch us because a lot of the plants and sites they fight fires defensively meaning they use like these huge they're called monitors but they're like basically like huge stationary hoses uh, that are far back from the fire and they spray a huge blanket of water that one cools everything and helps kind of push some of the fire out and then they send in smaller teams uh, after it's kind of been under control for a bit to go in and isolate the fires because normally there's a fuel source that's like leaking chemicals or you know we use propane out there or like gas and so you go isolate the leaks that cuts off the fuel source which gets rid of the fire Uh, when we do it with my plant does it we don't use the big monitors we don't use the big safety blanket uh, to cool things and because we don't have those in the plant, you know, we don't have a fire truck to shoot water from or something like that. All we have are four guys and two hoses, and we got to make it work that way. So, you know, we'll work together to uh, 
push the flame out of our face just enough to get in and isolate. And so, um, yeah, people think, one, we're crazy. <laughs> and two, that it's actually kind of impressive to watch people fight fires like that. Like, because if you, like, when we watch these guys, they have teams of, like, it looks like 10 to 20 people uh, fighting one fire. And we go in with four guys and take out almost the same size fire as they do. So it's fun. We enjoy it. We like getting the crowd. We like getting to talk to people. And it kind of like at the end of the day, it kind of makes you feel badass. <laughs> and like being a firefighter and fighting fires and learning all that is exhausting. It's tiring, but it, it is rewarding because it does make you feel badass. So. Yeah, that's what I'm doing this week, and that's why this episode is the way that it is. Like I said, there's no production, no editing, no anything. This is just me laying in my hotel room talking to you guys. And um have a few things to talk about. One of the big things, oh my god, we have to talk about this. It's not even small town drama. This is, and oh, I do have small town drama this time for you guys as well. Like, I always do, because my town never lets me down, but... <laughs> that kind of rhymed. Maybe that's my town doesn't let me. Oh, actually, it always lets me down because it's just the people. But um, in celebrity news, the slap heard around the world. Everyone's talking about it. You know, I know it. Um, Chris Rock sure as shit knows it. Um, if you haven't seen the Oscars or had no idea the Oscars were going on, I'm pretty sure you learned quickly after video circulated of Will Smith slapping the shit out of Chris Rock, which was one, hilarious, and two, wrong, and, like, it was just, it was a lot, man, like, and people are taking sides because you have to take a side because we can't just all look at an incident and just be like, oh, that probably shouldn't have played out the way that it did, but no, everyone's got to be Team Chris or Team Will or Team Jada or Team Chaos. Like, it all has to go one way or the other. Um, it's weird because part of me, at first, up to a point, that's what I'll say, I was Team Will. Like, I get, like, like forget like him laughing at the joke that Chris Rock said about his wife okay and like full disclosure chris rock made a joke about jada smith uh she's losing her hair because she or well she shaved her head because she was losing her hair because she has alopecia i think that's how you pronounce it um and that sucks like that disease sucks it, it's definitely not cool um when chris rock made a joke about her being bald and it was involving gi jane uh, Jada sure as shit did not like that joke. Will seemed to either laugh because he's like, I'm going to kill this guy, laugh because he thought it was funny. I don't know. He laughed, realized, oh, that joke isn't really funny to my wife, and got upset about it. Now, that's one thing. Get upset. Yell something. Say, like, yo, man, that that's a stupid joke. Like, maybe yell that, and that's, you know, confront him afterwards. No, Will Smith went on stage in front of everyone, God, the cameras, the whole audience, rolling because you do not take the cameras off what is about to happen. And it just it had the slap happened so fast. There's not a great view of it because, you know, he he's just coming out out of nowhere. So they don't switch to any cameras to get a good view. 
it, it's, it is funny because when I first saw Will slap the shit out of Chris, I almost thought it was fake. Like, it looked staged. It looked faked. It looked not real because, one, it was just so fast, and it was hard to tell where he hit him, and, like, Chris Rock just took it. Like, just took the slap. Like, didn't, like, fall over or any shit like that. Just took the slap. And then um, he's just kind of like, wow, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And, like, he really says that. And it was just funny and awkward. And then it gets real bad because then Will starts yelling at him from the audience after that. He tells him to keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Like, and he yells it twice out of him. And it's just so weird and so awkward. Chris Rock handles this whole incident after the joke perfectly. Like, he doesn't do anything. He just moves on with the show, kind of pretending that this didn't happen. And I I think that's the best thing you could do in this instance, is just kind of pretend that it didn't, like, just move on. Like, you see him look to the side, like, he's looking at the producers like, yo, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> and he's like, are we going to go? Are you just going to let this happen? Like, yo, man, you could tell he's mad. Like, he was clearly mad that this, like, Will Smith came up and slapped the shit out of him, and he just held it in, you know? I, like, just, he like, and you have to, man. Like, I think, like, one, Will Smith should have never gone up there and slapped the shit out of him. You can be mad at a joke. Like, I don't care. Like, I mean, the joke wasn't that great. It was very low-hanging fruit, in my opinion. But, like, be upset that the joke was made. Say something to him that the joke was made. Don't don't hit him for it, you know? Like, I don't... It doesn't need to come to violence. Because while words do hurt, and they can be offensive and obscene, and you know, I mean, with free speech, speech, with free speech comes free consequence. But man, I just don't think hitting someone for being stupid is really justice. You know, I don't think that, like, because now at the end of the day, no one's talking really about the joke that Chris Rock made. They're all talking about. The fact that Will Smith slapped this dude on TV, like physically assaulted him on television. Everyone's got it. And then nothing happened to him. Like, I'm sorry. If I run up to someone in a bar and slap the shit out of them or like the grocery store, I'm getting kicked out of that place. Then again, you know, I'm not Will Smith, but (laughs) like nothing happened to this dude. Later, he does like a PR apology. Well, before he even apologizes for it, like through like public relations, like so not even face to face with Chris Rock, um, he goes up to accept the award for like best male actor. <laughs> and then he talks about, well, because it was for what is that movie? King Richard, like Selena, Selena, uh, Serena, uh, oh God, what is the other? The Williams sisters. I can't remember the second sister's name. Uh, Venus. Yeah, there you go. Uh, their father it's a movie about him and he played the father in it so he goes on talking about like you know he was a fierce man who loved his family protected his family 
like me pretty much like i'm paraphrasing here and so things got really awkward after that because it was like him doubling down on like i'm gonna slap shit out of you (laughs) i don't know man it just it definitely blew up the oscars and like that was the moment that i don't even know who won any other award um i think dc got something over marvel so there was that, but fuck if I care because Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock and ends up really looking like the bad guy in the whole situation, whereas if he would have just stayed silent, maybe even if he just yelled at him, like, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, like, if he would have just yelled that after the joke, we would still be more focused on, like, Chris Rock telling maybe not the best joke of his career and like that being that like will smith got pissed off like chris rock obviously told a bad joke and i'm sure people would have gone to will and jada's side to defend her but instead will smith got up slapped the shit out of him pretty much gets labeled the bad guy in this situation because of that well and i i i agree i don't think you should physically hit someone um for stupid shit like that but you know now he's the bad guy you know and In fact, Chris Rock is like, this is going to help him. This is only boosting um, his already big career. Like, it turns out, like, I I was reading some news article, like, his ticket sales for the tours going on is, like, skyrocketing because everyone, you know you're going to hear this story in his comedy act. Like, this is going to come up, and I can't wait to hear what he has to say about it and the shit that's going through. He might not. He might just let it slide and let bygones be good bygones you know he chose not to press charges against will smith so maybe he's just gonna be like you know what fuck it but that was a very weird situation a very strange situation just kind of creepy in a way but uh yeah man that was some crazy celebrity drama um other things in pop culture nerd news So season three of The Mandalorian has finally wrapped up filming. I think that was today or maybe it was yesterday. I can't remember exactly. And so, of course, after the book of Boba Fett and we get like book of Boba Fett with two episodes of The Mandalorian thrown in there just to because let's face it, the book of Boba Fett wasn't the best Star Wars show and they needed help <laughs> both in the show and for the show and the you know man mando does that so when he comes in shit goes down and so everyone's super stoked for uh mandalorian 3 that wrapped up so hopefully that's going to be coming out soon also i just learned that they um had had or hired christopher lloyd to play a character in Mandalorian and I'm very maybe he's gonna be a time traveling scientist cowboy in a train that just shows up you know and then now we get back to the future five four some one of the oh is there a four no there's not a four because there's back to the future back to the future two and back to the future three I think those are the only movies there are I can't think of a Back to Future 4, although I am slightly drunk. I've been drinking. <laughs> well, after fire school, we went out and uh, ate a little bit and drank, and then we decided to go bowling and drank some more, and then we had enough drinks to be like, hey, we should play laser tag. And then after that, we played putt-putt golf, and then the next thing I knew, it was like 
11 o'clock at night and they were shutting down the place and we were all like what the fuck this is a college town why is it shut down 11 then we're oh yeah college town it's there's still kids even though they can drink um because let's face it man if you're 21 you're still just a kid (laughs) but um so yeah the mandalorian 3 christopher lloyd pretty interested to see uh, what part he plays in that. I'm super excited to see Mandalorian back. Uh, looks like Grogu's coming back. Looks like a bunch of people are coming back. So I'm really excited to see how that all plays out that way. Uh, another weird thing. I say weird even though there was no other weird thing. But this thing that I find weird. Uh, so Sonic 2 is coming out soon. Which is kind of cool. Kind of interesting. I never saw the first Sonic. So I don't really have too many opinions on it. Although... It looks like, I mean, it it looks like Sonic, so there you go. Uh, Jim Carrey's as, um, is his name Dr. Robotnik? Look, I'm not a big Sonic fan. I'm not a huge watcher of Sonic and played the games too much. Um, I just, I was never into that stuff. But seeing Jim Carrey act, it kind of makes me want to go watch it and see how how it plays out how it looks so who knows but uh you know with new movies and stuff like this promotions come out and it looks like xbox decided to promote or do a promotion with sonic 2 with some new controllers like sonic and knuckles controllers except instead of being just regular controllers with maybe a sonic logo or like a picture of sonic or knuckles face on it they decided to go a little bit crazy with the modding and made them furry. You you heard that right. These controllers are fuzzy, like all over. Like they're like if you pick up a controller, it's gonna be like picking up a long haired chihuahua and then playing with its joystick to make it work. I I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. I just, I can't look, man. I get sweaty hands playing with a normal controller. I can only imagine what Fuzzy Lumpkin's controller is going to do to my poor palm sweat. And, oh, God, that's just going to be awful all around. But, hey, man, you know, promoter's going to promote, I I guess. I don't know. That's some weird shit. And then uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure... I'm 100% confident, actually, that Moon Knight should be out by now. I think I just saw, like, literally before I started recording this, I think I saw an article on Reddit that said Moon Knight comes out tonight. So midnight, well, it's already past midnight. Um, So Moon Knight is out right now, right now. And so I want to start watching it. I probably won't watch it tonight because I'm exhausted. I am sobering up and I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a hangover tomorrow so I'm going to try to get as much sleep as I can after this but yeah man seems like Moon Knight's out now I'm pretty excited to see how Oscar Isaac plays the character I've heard mixed things about it like I guess people were wanting this to be super violent and it's not as violent as Daredevil was so they're like that means it's not good but other people are like, yeah, but Oscar Isaac is amazing in this, and that's a lot of fun. And so, like, from what I'm, like, not that I don't like the violence in Daredevil. I'm just saying you don't need, like, 
look at all of our Marvel movies that we've had. Like, yeah, there's fighting and violence to a point, but it's never been like daredevil violence. And you're going to tell me those movies aren't good? So I think people just need to get their heads out of their ass, quit being like, oh, I need my superheroes to be down, dirty, and bloody. Because, like, they're superheroes, man. These are, at the end of the day, this is made for a general wide audience, you know? And, like, wow, dude, I love season one of Daredevil. Don't get me wrong. And I love me some Luke Cage. But, like, get over yourself, all right? This just... Be happy you get a Moon Knight, for the love of God. Moon Knight? Who would have thought that when Iron Man came out all those years ago that now we would be to a Moon Knight TV series? Like, that to me is phenomenal. And people are, like, losing their shit over, oh, well, he's not violent enough. You should just be goddamn thankful you got it. <laughs> damn glad you got it. Um, yeah, so that's all that's been going on. Uh, last but not least, some little small town drama that's been going on over the dumbest shit. Um, where my town's courthouse is, it actually lies just in between two major highways that go through our city. And because of that, um, what's the best and worst thing about our court county courthouse is that, you know, it has parking spots all around it. And those parking spots are next to these major highways. And people with large-ass trucks, they park in those spots. Half their ass is sticking out into, like, the car lanes. You have to, like, swerve literally in halfway into the next lane to get around them. And, you know, people have complained because, like, that's not safe, you know. You got tons of, like, 18-wheelers driving on these these roads, uh, people driving like 35 miles an hour or more. And a lot of times with these big trucks, you can't see the small cars behind them that are backing out. And, you know, the truck's already like a quarter to halfway into the lane anyway. So then now this car comes and all of a sudden they're taking up two lanes to back out and get around and they can't see shit because of the trucks. And it's just, it's been a problem. Like traffic in these areas has been a problem so the city decided hey let's fix that let's take these parking spots that are all next to the major highway and let's turn them into compact cars only there's plenty of parking downtown we can do this um people have small cars this should fix the problem and honestly it does you know i me and my wife we have a compact car we could still park there tons of people in town drive cars that can park there but no, no, no. No one can just be like, oh, okay, this is the way things are now. The people with trucks have to chime in. And they're not just they're not com- just complaining that these spots are co- for compact cars. They're complaining because there are not spots for large vehicles only. They're like, how come they get to have this why i don't get to have my own thing completely ignoring the reason why these spots were made because it it to them it's not no longer a matter of safety for the public and to them it never was a matter of safety to the public because if it was if they cared about the safety of the public and they cared about anything they would know hey it's probably not best to put my fucking F550, whatever, extended cab 
with the truck nuts shit into the roadway in this stupid parking spot that clearly is too small for their truck. But I'm sorry, I just got so mad I forgot what I was talking about. But like they just gloss over that and worry and focus on the the well they have something that I don't get to have. Like it's something that will be out of their reach and they're it's like a greed thing. Like why do they get to have that and I don't get to have my thing? And like you still can park anywhere else downtown. There's no one telling you you can't park downtown. You just shouldn't park in these spaces, these I don't know how many total. I think it's like 15 per side. So 30 spaces total that you can't park because your vehicle's too big and it is a road hazard for people driving on highways next to, well, I mean, not like super crazy highways, but, you know, main roads through our courthouse. Granted, courthouse is in a shitty place and shouldn't have major roads like that right next to it because... You know, we try to turn our downtown area into a nice area where people can go and walk around, but it's really hard when you have two major roads that intersect right there on a corner, and so it's just tons of traffic noise, and it makes doing events downtown a little less nice because you have to deal with that and all kinds of crazy shit, but, like, why complain about this? Like, why be upset that you don't get to have your own, like... I don't know, man. Like, I I guess they can't see the other 100 parking spots that are on the rest uh, that are free and open to them. Like, you, they should be happy they don't have to pay for parking. Like, my God. You know, I've been in cities where you would think, oh, this is out of the way. There's nowhere. There's nothing around me. I got to walk half a mile just to get anywhere close to the venue that I'm trying to get to. And no, it's $15 parking. <laughs> like, it just irks me is what it is, man. Like, it's not a matter of these people get to have a spot and you can't have this spot. It's a matter of this is a safety hazard and we need to do what we can to maximize parking, but also maximize safety. Because the other, like, and I will give it this, at least a little more serious argument argument was, well, let's just make them into parallel parking spaces. Then again, the act of parallel parking with, during a uh, major uh, traveled road, road of transit, and having to stop to, you know, do the backup parallel parking thing still slows down traffic and still makes things bad. But it's at least a slightly better argument than the, well, why can't I have big truck parking and they not park there? Like, I don't know, man. I just, why are people the way that they are? And why do I have to sit here and hear it on my freaking town's Facebook page? And I share it with you because I'm just frustrated at everything. But yeah, that's it for the Small Town Nerd podcast this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry it's not up to the normal standards that we have here uh, with the podcast. But hey, if you want to bitch at me about it, you can head over to Twitter at uh, just at Small Town Nerdcast. It's uh, at 
S M Town T O W N Nerdcast, and um, you can just yell at me because that's what people like to do. Anyway, I am exhausted. We are 28 minutes in, and I'm going to go to bed because I have to wake up and fight more fires tomorrow. So uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you later. This is a big old nerd, and actually I'm not in a small town. I'm actually in a big town this time. So uh, get her done. I don't know. Fuck me. (laughs) I can't say that. I don't want to get sued by Larry the Cable Guy. (laughs)